David Ruffin. Matter of fact, I've been thinking we should call the group David Ruffin and the Temptations. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Y'all begging me not to leave you. And I refuse to let you go. <laughs> yeah, David Ruffin and the Temptations. What y'all think? That ain't never gonna happen. Every time I thought, would you, <laughs> you sound just like Otis, my nigga. Welcome back to Comedy Kiva. Comedy Kiva. We're doing some theater. We're doing some music. I mean, we're giving it to you, baby. You never know what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. Okay. Um, yes, welcome back to an episode that you all have probably been wondering about for a long time. Yeah, you probably, if you're into us, you know what I'm saying, into the catalog, you may be like, what's going on with y'all and one David Ruffin? Why are you all always singing The Temptations at the end of your episode? Yeah, like, what's going on, man? In particular, David Ruffin's part. Like, why this guy? Yeah, you know, so we do have an obsession we do. With David Ruffin. You know, it's like when you go into like, you know, a 12 step program, you got to admit you got a problem. This is a problem for us. Um, it is part of really our 2020 and it continues origin story that brought COVID and chemo together in a real way. That's facts. But we will get to that. We just felt like we owed you, our listeners, including you, Rodman, because you said you have no idea where this has come from either. So That's true. Rodman was like, what is y'all on? And I was like, don't worry. An episode is coming to explain it. Indeed. So indeed. Here is the episode. But we still have our main question. As always. Where the fuck do we go? Hell. Hell, nigga, hell. This side of the Atlantic ain't looking so great. I mean, it's looking very, very, very unsavory. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways in which it is problematic for chemo personally yeah. right now, mm -hmm. okay, is the way that people are driving. Yeah. Okay. So we in the Chicagoland area, and in the past, I don't know, like 10 days, I've seen no fewer than six accidents on the road. Yes. And I've been all up and through Chicagoland in these past 10 days. And everywhere I've gone, I've seen some kind of a wreck. In one case, somebody done crashed into a, 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 a truck that was transporting other cars. That's unfortunate. Okay. It's turned on a swivel. Talking okay. Not like your head on a swivel, which no. would be a good thing. This was a truck on a swivel, That's which was good. a bad thing. That's not good And the cars flew out off, off the top of the truck. Probably Carvana. 
Oh, Lord, not Carvana. Now, didn't you tell me they was, what are they up to? Oh, they doing stolen stuff now. Some of the cars they end up selling be stolen. Yo, watch your back out here out in these here streets. Everywhere. When you have money, be very careful. Yes. Okay? Yes. And I know you probably ain't got a lot of money like we ain't got a lot of money, but, but, but you're trying. And when you get a little piece of bread, you want to invest it well or, or, or buy something you really need. And people's just steady out here trying to grab your bread from you for nothing. For nothing. For bullshit. Like for nonsense. Yeah. Lord, Lord. So anyway, people's is driving crazy, okay? And, you know, I, I thought to myself, why is this happening so much recently? Like people are crashing their cars, getting in shootouts, all types of stuff yeah, is going wild down. Stuff again. It's wild business out here. And I was like, oh, I know why. It's late capitalism. It wouldn't make anybody crazy. It would. So, of what? course, they're taking it out on the road. People's is down bad. It's been just too many things. COVID going on. Inflation. Monkey pox going on. Continuous. Too much. You know, new stuff every day. Daily. I mean, you're probably still fucked up about yay. So, maybe that's why you're driving fast. I mean, you might drive crazy because somebody said slavery was a choice. That's, that's possible. That's absolutely true. Maybe you're driving fast because you had a BBL and you finally oh, need to get home. Oh, my God. Maybe you had a BBL and you need to go to the hospital. That's what I'm saying. So, you could be driving fast because of that. You could. In which case, your head probably touching the ceiling of the car. That's true. Um, mm. There's a lot of reasons. But I think it's all down to capitalism being a problem. And being, and being in its late stages. Like, it looked really good in the beginning, y'all. It looked really cute, you know what I'm saying, with the enslavement of us. But it's, it's not really cute anymore. What? So maybe we should think about, you know. And I'm not to say, look, we on the air now, so we know people know what we're doing. And we know that don't nobody want to hear about socialism, this, that, and the third. Oh, yes. We're not trying to tell you about none of that. What we're trying to say is we have a problem. Yeah. We have a problem. So what you going to do about it? There's lots of wild ways it keeps coming out, including... Wild driving. Wild driving. To the point where the city had to put up a sign that said, avoid road ragers. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> road ragers. Like, if I'm going to avoid somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like a whole category of people to yeah, avoid do, on the do road. Do they have stickers that say road ragers? Right. That's I, was I like, should know. Or is it just the people who be like doing wild swerving of lanes and causing accidents and traffic? She... I don't know. It but again. Shane from Love is Blind. Or. Wow, that's going to come later. We can't even get into that. But I think for our <laughs> listeners, love is blind is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. N-A-N-A-S. A catastrophe, in fact. But we let me not digress there. But the point of the matter is, please add us. Add us. At us at COVID and chemo. We at Gmail. We on Twitter. We on the Insta. You know, all that. We'll think about TikTok. We're thinking about TikTok. Why don't you add us and let us know if we should go on TikTok? How about that? Okay, because you're not going to see our faces, so. Right, I mean. And you're going to see some other shit. Maybe we'll find you some funny shit to put on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? But to share it with you, but. Yeah. You already know that it's Spook and OJ. Spook and OJ the Juice Man, okay? So I, that's all we got. So, why do we love David Ruffin? And for people who have no idea who we're even talking about, because mm. they may not, which makes us sad, but you will know. Again on this day. It does make us sad if you don't know who David Ruffin is, man. You've been under a rock. David Eli Ruffin. Mm-hmm. Born Davis yes. Eli Ruffin. Mm-hmm. 1941 to 1991. Just about five decades of complicated black excellence. 
So singer and one of the lead singers of one of the best Motown groups of all time. Of all time. The Temptations. Do 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 do. Papa was a rolling stone. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, wherever he made his hat was his home. But, but when he died, all that he left us was alone. So, all right, can I pull over here briefly to confess something? Go ahead. So, when he, when the temptation said, and that was Paul, right? Singing that song? Yes. So, um, you know, when he said, all he left us, so Papa was a Rolling Stone, all he left us was alone. Mm -hmm. He's talking about, a-L-O-N-E, as mm-hmm. in by yourself, okay. alone. Also. I thought he was talking about a space, L-O-A-N. That's a fair double entendre interpretation because okay. Papa was a Rolling Stone and was not helping them pay the bills. Maybe his and credit maybe was fucked up. he may have put some of the bills in the baby's names. In the baby's names, and that's what I thought when I was coming up. He I left said he, was, he, he left was alone. He left them alone and now they got to pay that shit also back. Also with a loan. Yeah, no, it was... It's a problem. It is. So, I mean, either way, it's a problem, right? All he left us was alone, but, like, you know, it's telling a whole story, but I, I just wanted to confess that so somebody in the ether will know about it. It's fair. David Ruffin was born in Why Not, Mississippi. Yes, that is a town. Yes, it is. He was actually born in the rural, unincorporated community. Oh. Of why not Mississippi? Wow, he was super rural then. Yes, in 1941, child. Now, we, I mean, do we even need to pull over? Do you listen to this show? I mean, you hope you, you know that we are telling you this was a rough time it was for rough. this nigga, okay? It was rough. He had a pastor for a daddy and a sister um, who died in infancy. Other siblings as well, including Jimmy Lee Ruffin, who was also a singer. I mean, singing goes in families sometimes. Yeah, okay. So, um, you know, they was working hard, doing a lot. They moved a family from Alabama to Mississippi because of the harsh circumstances of living after the American Civil War. That's not that long ago, apparently, for David Ruffin. For David Ruffin... The Civil War may as well have been, you know, a decade prior. His great-grandparents, um, one of them fought in the Civil War. That's OG street cred, yo. OG street cred. So, um, he had a very strict and violent father, unfortunately. Aww. His mother died from childbirth af- 10 months after having him. That's terrible. Yeah, so... Oh, I didn't know that about him. Lots of trauma in this. That's what I'm saying. A complicated story. Very. Of the cycle of black trauma. Yeah. In folks' lives. Um, you know, of course, like many black people started singing in the church first. And Give then, me Jesus. Right. Give me Jesus. He, that could have been the song that... David Ruffin was giving us because he left home to or 14 to go live with a minister in Tennessee and was going to pursue ministry. But then he heard jazz music. Um, and that is what really started to change everything. He started to travel through the jazz scene as a kid and he met people like mm, Elvis. Look out for that episode hey, if you want something to know about King. Elvis. Uh, Little Richard, Frankie Lyman, Bobby Womack, the staple singer. So he was in the cut. 
he was doing it and then he decided to go to Detroit. Detroit. In the age of 16. So now it's the mid-50s. Motown. Exactly. Where is it's smart for him to go there. Motor vehicle By 57, town. he already meets Barry Gordy and gets in there to start working with Motown before he eventually joins The Temptations. Mm. Mm-hmm. June, or I'm sorry, January 1964, he becomes a member of The Temptations officially. And that is when they start doing the hottest. Heat, hot fire, hot fire. My girl, since I lost my baby, mm. um, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, which is my personal favorite. Um, Beauty is only skin deep. Woo. I'm losing you. Oh, I wish it would rain. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he was 6'3 and smooth with it. I mean, silky with it. Known for the passionate and dramatic performances, according to his wiki. He, rough as they called him, was a natural comedian and a hard-working singer when he first joined the group and they just he was rough he was because unfortunately cocaine entered the picture um oh that wasn't why i was thinking he was rough i was thinking he was rough because anybody trying to see you otis well yes we'll get to that um and that we will get to it okay yes yes so you know the Mixed between the cocaine, the legacies of white supremacy and traumas in his life, um, and now a lot of money and a lot of like fame and yeah, stuff fast, yeah. doesn't go well. Eventually, he just starts getting into it, missing dates of events, pissing off members of the group, being physically and verbally and emotionally abusive to his girlfriend, fellow um Motown label mate Tammy Terrell. Oh my god. Um yeah. Eventually leaves the Temptations has a tight solo career for a while, but unfortunately uh you know, as much as he tries to get back into it, the drugs are what takes him out and he dies of an overdose. After being on a successful month-long tour with Eddie Kendricks. Hmm. Who's also a temptation. Yep. 19, June 1991, an accidental overdose of crack cocaine. I mean, we've spoken on it. We've spoken on it on this program exactly because crack was really around. Yeah. Like it. Mary and Barry. Mary I mean, and Barry. We, we to... talking about people who like uh-huh. upstanding motherfuckers. Like people who really had it going on, was getting caught up. Very bad. And that's not, you know, I can, we, we cannot continue to blame people who are victims of the flooding of the zone with this deadly substance. It's a really unfortunate tale, but, you know, his legacy has been remembered in all sorts of ways, including the Temptations film that we will talk about here shortly. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes But, yes, you know, yes. in hip-hop as well, he has been remembered over time um you know some of the um album covers and such and samples and such that he's had his music has had on the game so david ruffin has left a legacy which crash landed into our zone what was that summer of 2021 yes 
It was last summer. I don't even know the time blended together because we know that this is 2020 in a get up. It's okay? a good long 2020. 2020 this got a wig on. So I think this was the pink wig. She wasn't in the Cruella DeVille wig, which is 2022. 2020 also is Cruella DeVille with them white streaks. Yes. She's okay. got a black and a white side. A and black she's and a giving white. Evil. She's evil giving home. like run right exactly like she kill your dog like right. not good and skin it and wear it wear it and then Probably. match it with her hair i don't know Ugh. but the one who had the pink wig that was given like problematic Nicki minaj moment um in 2021 yes we decided i realized one day and me and um chemo's many discussions that have led to this podcast that they had not seen one of the best films ever made. TV miniseries. That's facts. 1998. That's facts. I had seen clips from it. And I knew about The Temptations because we went to see The Temptations when I was a baby. Yes. When they were, you know, switching them out. I mean, it wasn't the original Temptations. No. The Temptations is like a dynasty, you it know. Is. So yes. we went to one of the iterations of that dynasty. But, um, you know, I knew about them through the vinyl that we had. Mm -hmm. We had that David Ruffin album. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that classic you mentioned, mm -hmm. um, which we'll get into who and what, where in terms of the references later. But, um, you know, this is a man who um, uh, was portrayed most expertly in this Temptations film. Yes. Shall I say his name? Go ahead and do it. His name is Leon, y'all. Leon, and that's it, Leon. Leon. Okay, just it. Beyonce. Yes. Okay, Rihanna. Oprah. Oprah. Leon. Yeah. We don't know I his mean, last name, I mean, and we don't need does he to. Have one? I mean, it's not necessary. It's Leon, mm -hmm. and you already know what you're gonna get when you get Leon. So the casting was yes. on point, solid, rock solid for this film. I mean, Jennifer Lewis is Blue's mom. Okay aging not at all according to the documentary and i was here for it i mean what yeah i mean she looked fantastic when the group started and by the time we get to that tragic ending that we'll talk about as well we'll, we'll discuss it um you know the man who played otis i have to look up my brother's name but he was really giving as well he was serving he was serving he was, was serving very real, like very important i'm sorry charles malik whitfield Yes. Okay, okay. He actually was nominated for an NAACP Image Award for that role. Oh, good for him. He really acted the shit out of he Otis. He did. Otis also, who was an original member of the Temptations, actually the one who like brought the group together, mm -hmm. is an executive producer on this film. Oh, you all over the place um, in, in terms of our notes here. I'm sorry. Uh, COVID. I got excited. We're going to have to organize the tech again. Okay. Oh, Lord. Can I come back from this? No, I'm playing with you. <laughs> I'm too excited. This is what happens so when we talk the next about David Ruffin. This is David Ruffin's fault because he's so excellent to us. Yes. Okay, so the dancing. We're going to talk about the dancing, which yes. is smooth. This actors smooth. did it. They did it. They gave us the smoothness of the temptations. And if you don't know, just get on YouTube and look at some tem old temptations videos. You will not be disappointed. Absolutely. Costumes in the movie was really good. Yes. So we got all this period stuff, but we also got the flashy, shiny shit for the stage, which was beautiful. Nary a bad wig. You know what? Nary a bad wig. Now that you say it, you right. Yeah. Nobody was wearing a terrible wig. Yeah. <sighs> 
Tyler Perry didn't direct it. He didn't direct it. He was not involved not in this, clearly. Daniels. I mean, so that's why we know. So we already know. Yikes. But the acting was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Like, like, ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Like, was actually a line that Leon added. Yes, ad-libbed. And ad-libbed and added to the script after he literally <laughs> turned into David Ruffin for the taping. Okay, he was playing zero games with this role as a method actor. He decided, I'm just going to become David Ruffin, yes. and then the performance will be on point. And it really was an iconic performance. I mean, wow. He brought us David Ruffin. But he was popping off at his castmates. Yeah, they like, were pissed off. They didn't like, like they I mean, it was real when yeah. they were portraying it. They were very irritated with him. They had lost their patience. Like, uh, Leon, it's still a role. And it was like, is it? So, yeah. So, um, also shout out to Meg the Stallion for referencing that line on, um, is it that shit? I think it's that shit. Where she said, ain't nobody come see you, Otis. I ain't mean, nobody it's, come to see it's, you, Otis. it's facts. And it's classic. It's, Thank you, Leon. Thank you, Leon. Thank you, Leon, yes. for, for just going so hard in the paint that, you know, everybody hated you, but you gave us what we needed. We needed it. Um, all right. Now we have to come to our final point, actually, about the Temptations uh, miniseries. It has something to do with the death of Blue. Yes. The death of Blue. Now, Blue was also a temptation. He sang yes. bass. Yes. And a beautiful voice. Yes. Kind soul. Yes. As, as far as portrayed in the film, he was portrayed... Um, is it D.B. Woodside, I think, is I the think actor so. who plays yeah. him? Yeah, yeah, check that, check that, because Blue, he, yes, he was... D.B. Woodside. Yeah, D.B. Woodside, okay. He was playing Blue, okay? Melvin but Franklin. We have to ask... What happened to Blue, though? Where did he go? How did he die? No questions. Okay, because he was in a wheelchair. Okay, he was sickly. His knees got bad. He was he was needing assistance in his home. His mom was there with him. He was sitting at the, the table. He was, you know, conversing with Otis. Yes. Everything was cool. He wheels into the fucking kitchen. And the next time we see this nigga, he's in a coffin. Yes. Did he fall into the stove? Because he was checking on the turkey. Did the turkey not die and attack him to I death? I mean, we have questions. This was the only plot point in this film that made no sense. No sense at all. So did Lee Daniels or Tyler Perry get to the end of the film? Were they consultants on the film for this particular scene? Did they lose the writing? Like, did they run out of money for this part of the film? Because it made no sense. Maybe they ran out of Yeah, or they cut it for length or something. Because... Because why did we not get to see Blue die after all the things we saw in that miniseries? Like... Blue, yeah. blue just wheels off into the, into the, the kitchen, the kitchen of, heaven. of heaven and, and he <laughs> never comes back. Okay. So, you know, if you're, if you're wheeling off to check on your turkey, mm. be careful. Mm. Okay. Because there's untold things that could happen to you in that kitchen and you really need to watch out. Could end up like blue. I mean, Big what? Rest. There was no explosion. Like, I just felt like something. Nothing. He didn't shout at all. He didn't yell. There wasn't like a hell. He was like in the kitchen. Right. It was just like. He just wheeled off quietly. And, and then, like, Otis and um, Jennifer Lois, as Lola's mom, just kept, they was reminiscing about. They were about reminiscing about the good the old days. and stuff. And then they was like. Oh, they was telling old, old stories, God. And they was just having a nice little, you know, get together. It was like, where's Blue? Where is Blue? 
Like, how did they know? And then they... it was the death bells just, dong, dong, <laughs> yep. dong. Like, what? What happened to Baloo? It's, yeah, let us know. Why are you going to do our nigga like that? We didn't need that. They didn't need to do him there like that. There needed to be a little no. bit more of that in the ending. But otherwise, very solid film. It's a good, really it's good film. It's a good film. Made us fall in love with David Ruffin. Yeah, Leon's presentation of David Ruffin was so fire and sympathetic yes. that we were like, wow, who great. is this man, really? Yeah. And began to dig deeper and, and we were so satisfied with what we found. Yes. Now we have to come to Summer of Soul. Also came out in summer 2021. I mean, when she was in the pink wig. Yeah. Yeah, so the pink wig of 2020 time, Questlove did his thing, okay? Questlove... Directed this. I think he produced it as well. Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like he put his own money on this. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I think so. Um, he, he just, I mean, thank you, Quest Love, is all the we have to are say. always giving us gifts, really. Just gifts that we don't deserve. Um, but found footage is the source of Summer of Soul. So it's basically a documentary about a musical festival that took place in 1969. Mm-hmm. And it is all black artists Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful black music of the period. So think 69 now. So you got a lot of folks on the scene. Mahalia Jackson. Mahalia Jackson. You got Stevie. Stevie Wonder. What? Nina Simone. Nina Simone. Gladys Knight and the Pips. I mean, not alone. Not alone. She brought the Pips to this. Didn't they have Mavis Staples? Also on the I list. feel like Mavis Staples was, at, was over there. Sly and the family. And Stone. the family Stone. Many people. Fifth Dimension. There were a lot of folks. Let this. the sun shine in. Let the sun shine in. The sun shine in. I mean, seeing so that good. live in a free multi-week festival. Multi-week outdoor festival. In which, Harlem. incidentally, we got to pull over. Okay. okay, because this is an all-black festival with thousands, the truth. Of, the truth thousands of people present. Yeah, okay, what I need to let you listeners know is when we get to doing something, we do not allow doo-doo feces around us. Okay, it was clean. It was the whole time. It was beautiful. Nobody destroyed the festival. We didn't destroy it. No. We didn't piss on anything. Okay, I'm just saying that, you know, we get a bad rap. But we not the ones doing some of this stuff. I mean, they redid Woodstock a bunch of times and got to that point. Meanwhile, nobody knew about this fucking festival. Okay? It was like a mystery. Like, oh, what did Questlove find? There was a point where there was a man who was Mm. at the festival as a baby child Mm. who saw it and started to cry. Weep, my God. Weeping tears coming down his face because he was like, it really happened. Because it was so not covered, and it was such an such an important moment in his life, and in the lives of many people, in the lives of those artists. Yes, like major moment, nineteen sixty nine, and he was there. Yes, and seeing this new film fifty years later, he was like, "Oh my god, I thought I was crazy." Yes, they just buried this footage in a basement somewhere because the major networks didn't want to show it. They weren't interested. It wasn't of interest. It wasn't of interest to anybody. All right. Well, so we watched Summer <coughs> Soul together. Very yeah. excited to review this. And then all of a sudden, Woo! who appears on the screen? David Ruffin. He was like, David Ruffin. 
literally. Okay, we're leaving. Oh my god. I'm dead. He's back again. Oh my god. He's back again. In a fur. Woo! In a suit. I think was it three piece? I feel like it was whatever it was, it was or maybe it was a suit and a turtleneck. It might have been. It might have been, but Afro was on Oh, the little baby halo around his head. He sang the out of some songs. He was like in a whistle range, my Goodbye. Guy. I mean. I mean, he was all about it. I mean, what? The birds I were like, do it. it's David Ruffin. The, day the birds <laughs> knew. <laughs> they were like, tweet, 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 tweet. wait a minute now. Tweet, tweet. Oh, okay. Okay, I okay you. go off. You're speaking our language, Negro. We go already off, knew. Okay, thank you, Ruff. Go off, Ruff. Come join <laughs> us. Yeah, come up, come fly with us, Ruff. You can fly with, with us. us. So, what another moment to recall how important David Ruffin was to black culture, mm. black people, black music. Mm -hmm. That he was also at this festival with all these names. And the women in the crowd fucking Save lost that. it Save when that, David Ruffin the... came out. Yes, it was very serious. It was, I mean, women, wow. It was giving Teddy Pendergrass. It and, was. And, it was and, giving and, and New Edition. It was it, giving yes. Usher. Like, yeah, Usher artists yes. would not be able to get those screams without David Ruffin. No. Okay? No. Setting Motown. stages. Motown. Okay. What a time. And when we talk about Motown, though, bro, we got to remember the Funk Brothers. Oh, I'll tell them about it. Okay? You told me about this. There's a Funk Brothers documentary. And look, look it up. Uh, if you just look up Funk, F-U-N-K, okay, Brothers, <laughs> documentary, okay, <laughs> at that point you will find a beautiful <laughs> documentary that's about the band that was behind that Motown sound. So that bum 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 ba da da bum 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 ba da da bum 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 ba da bum ba da ba da da ba da da ba da da ba. I mean, so many hits this band produced, and the 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 music of Motown would not be the music of Motown without the Funk Brothers. Yes. Okay, so you need to understand the power of the band that was the foundation other sounds so i just wanted to shout them out on this episode because the the song that we were um um riffing riffing mm -hmm. on uh my girl was also a funk, a brothers, funk beat. brothers beat all that music i mean shout out to motown every single day all day smoky berry and the crew um, because they gave us some real timeless music. Stevie. Stevie. I mean, so, Marvin Gaye. There's so Ooh. many acts to name. And the quality of the music and the lyrics and the mood and the vibe is really also what makes us love David Ruffin. Like, is that my girl? I mean. That's so soulful. I've got sunshine on a clouded day. He talking to his lady. You know, it's beautiful how he be talking to his lady because he'd be like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not too proud to beg mm -mm. for your love. Mm -mm. Like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Please I'm gonna, don't leave me, girl. Please don't leave me. I'm going to say what's in my heart, what's in my spirit. I'm not going to hold it in and try to be tough and toxic. You know, yeah. I'm going to really hyper masculine and like, you know, you ain't telling me shit, girl. You know, or... <laughs> 
She swallowed mom my kids. She's a bad babysitter. I mean, come on, man. I like that lyric. Shout out to 21 Savage. But you're not David Ruffin. No, that ain't it. You're not David Ruffin. I mean, pimps up, holes down, you know what I'm saying, is not the vibe. No. You know, I'm fucking on your baby mama. You know, COVID alerted me to the use of the preposition on. I'm very disturbed by the use of that. I mean, if I'm fucking on your baby mama... As opposed to just fucking your baby mama. Like, right. what does that mean? Right. Why did we need to add the on there? That's what I'm confused on. Because it it makes me think you're fucking another person on top of my baby mama. Which is like, why was it's that? It's wild business. It's so disrespectful. And why? What, <laughs> how did she lay there for that? Why are you using her as a bed? I mean, was she knocked out? That's not good. Yeah, there's so many. Don't fuck on a baby mama. And also, don't fuck somebody's baby mama unless it's consensual. Anyway, anyway, so, you know, and this never trust no hoe, these hoes ain't loyal, all this shit. And it's like, when you compare it to what we used to have, it's, it just, it's just very distressing. It's a little bit sad. We're not saying that David Ruffin is perfect. No, he's not perfect. He's not perfect. We're not saying that we, I mean, we've already spoken on the ways that the cycle of abuse continued in his own life and he perpetuated domestic partner violence yes we we have to acknowledge it and and i think in acknowledging it we acknowledge that when you love someone an artist or uh, a celebrity or, or somebody that you don't actually like know like that like it's important to like not erase those parts of their no. life that you don't like or that you don't want to look at because it's like you're um, you're you're making a non-human of them. And also whitewashing them. You're That's what, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you're taking the the sort of the fullness out of their story. So we're not trying to do that with David Ruffin, which is why we're telling you about the crack and we tell you about the abuse. Um, it's necessary to 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 say no to those things. Yes. Even while we recognize the greatness of this artist and there's you know this is these are decisions that i think people have to make personally because we're inundated with celebrity which makes us believe that these people are like you said not full people or incapable of making mistakes or doing like really fucked up things yeah um and people have to draw their own lines around you know that's too much for me versus mm. you know this is an imperfect person who I understand was struggling with addiction and all sorts of things. And, you know, ultimately, I can find ways to both hold compassion for them while also recognizing um, that they perpetuated some bad things. You know, this is not, it's, we're not running a score sheet. No. But at the same time, there are lines. He didn't wear blackface. Okay. I'm just saying, um, he also did not turn his back on black people at any point. No. Um, and we know, again, what white supremacy, capitalism, and Hollywood will do to a nigga. Facts. Again, where do we go? We got to get out of here, man. I mean... Not that we famous or anything. I'm just saying, like... It's hurting all of us. It's, it's, it's Fame or not. It's not good. No. It's not good. No. And so... What we do ultimately respect about David Ruffin is that he seems to have been the king of talking crazy and ultimately getting away with it. I mean, talking cash shit, okay? And people are like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's, 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 that's just David. 
That's just rough. It's just rough. That's why rough be. He be rough. You know, the people who knew him, even Otis, when talking about David Ruffin, like afterwards was saying he remembers him as somebody who was still like a hard worker mm -hmm. and like a kind person, a comedian who made, you know, brought them a lot of joy when they were, when he was healthy and they were together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. Another one said, um, Marvin Gaye said before he untimely passed, Made the David Ruffin's work made me remember that when a lot of women listen to music, they want to feel the power of a man. But did you know that this is a man's world was written by a woman? I mean, come through. Mm -hmm. Look it up. It's I mean, like most things, um, they did have a David Ruffin Avenue in Detroit in 2019. That's, That's so cute. cute. That's pretty cute. I love that. Um, okay, Detroit. You know they got to. Got to at least put on for niggas who maybe at times went a little bit too hard, but sometimes hard enough. You know, just hard for the moment. It's hard for the moment. But at the same time, you know, so you may know somebody like this. I know we know some David Ruffins. <laughs> okay, <type>. David Ruffin <laughs> types. A David Ruffin type of nigga. <laughs> and, um, you know, we can't really elaborate because, as you know, my name is the spook who sat by the door. And this is OJ the Juice Man. I okay, alias COVID and chemo. We cannot speak really clearly on it. But we can say that you can be taken out the game. Yeah. For talking crazy. Yeah. Okay. So if you not David Ruffin. Right. Don't try this at home. Don't not. So if you see Leon's performance and you're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. I should act like that. You not David Ruffin, sir. Yeah. You not. Or are you channeling David Ruffin as Leon? Don't do it. No. It's dangerous. Yeah. Okay. You're going to fuck your shit up. Get took out the game for talking too goddamn crazy. Yeah. It's true. Damn. And now we got to take for your friends possibly you, if you were David Ruffin acting type of nigga, a moment of silence for the times that you got took out the game for talking too crazy. All right. All right, well, well shout um, out to that nigga every day. If I could pour some out for him, I would. But, I mean, hey. You know. We non-alcoholic over here, though. So, you know, <laughs> non-greenaholics. Non oh, right. I don't know what that meant. What does that even mean? I don't know. All right. Okay, well, you know, so that's why we got to shout out David Ruffin every time. That's we our really, story. We really feel like, you know, the yeah. brother deserves it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to those of you on the gram who's, like, holding us down with, with David Ruffin yeah. fandom. You know, y'all is really doing some big things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we we happy that... Y'all is thriving, remembering David Ruffin. If you have a moment, yes, and by a moment I mean four hours, right? Go watch the Temptation series. Please do. So good, so good, so worth it. Get into it. Yeah, definitely enjoy. Shout out again to Leon, and shout out again to David E. Rally Ruffin. I know you wanna leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I got to beg and plead for your sympathy, I don't mind because you mean that much to me. Ain't too proud to beg. Love you, Ruff. Love you, Ruffy Ruff.